0: Hello to my Liberty kitty cats out there. Happy Thursday. And you may be thinking to yourself, what is this? Why is there a show in my Lions of Liberty feed on a Thursday? hopefully hopefully it's a pleasant surprise, but uh, we do have a little something here for you. Uh, We have a regular show on our Patreon for the Lions of Liberty Pride called Conspiracy Corner. We recently did a deep dive on um, the coronavirus. When I say we, I was not on the show, so it's really not we. It was uh, Howie, of course, the godfather of Lions of Liberty, the man who first turned me on to Ron Paul and the ideas of libertarianism, along with our own doctor of science, J.B. Lubin, and our legal man of mystery, Rico. These are three guys who have been great contributors to the show over the years. Uh, three of the less heralded hosts, you might say. I will I will pr- promote them to the title of host after this one, since I was not present. Uh, Howie, I think, did a, a superb job hosting his very first show. And uh, we decided to make this public. Actually, I was inspired by our friend Chris Bangle of We Are Libertarians. He had posted that listening to this conspiracy corner was actually the best information on on uh, coronavirus he had heard. So I figured, hey, if uh, if the exalted one, uh, Mr. Spangle, thinks this, maybe the rest of the world uh, will as well. So I'm deciding to release this to the feed. Uh, these three, as far as I'm concerned, are some of the best non-expert experts on coronavirus out there. Howie is absolutely obsessed with it. He's tracking this thing every single day. Uh, Rigo has a very special connection uh, to China and uh, to this virus, as you'll hear. Well, maybe not to the virus, to China though, as you'll hear throughout the show. And uh, JB is an actual scientist, so it's great to have his perspective from the actual scientific view, which uh, we rarely get from from us us boobobs over here. And the last thing that I will say before I toss to Howie Snowden is that if you enjoy this program, if you enjoy content like this, you're going to want to head over to patreon.com slash lionsofliberty for as little as $5 a month. You can get access to all of our bonus audio content. Uh, You can even dip your toe in the water for two bucks a month and just access some of our live streams and our secret Facebook group, but I am quite confident that anybody who tries the Pride and dips their toe into our bonus content is going to absolutely love it. Uh, We often are told that we provide some of the best bonus content out there and the most bonus content out there. We really go out of our way to make sure that our patrons, the people that support the show, allow us to do things like go to the Libertarian National Convention this summer, uh, allow us to buy the equipment we need for interviews on the go, uh, to do video stuff like we recently did. By the way, check out our video that I just posted this week uh, with me and Brian going to the Libertarian Party of California State Convention. Uh, it's a little snippet of some of our highlights of our talks there and our experience at the convention. So I'll post a link to that yeah, somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's, it's currently on our Facebook page, our YouTube page. Uh, so please check that out. And uh, with that said, I toss you to the Conspiracy Corner crew minus me. Enjoy.
1: you need to uh, think of a clever intro?
2: Yeah, fuck it. Let's just go. And we're live! Hey, Liberty Lions conspiracy kitties. We are here today to talk to you. I am Howie Snowden. Um, apparently, our dear leader, Mark Clare, pretty sure he's dead of coronavirus, which is what we're going to be talking about tonight. So, you know, while we'll I pour one out for him, we'll miss him, but I do have Dr. Science and the Lions Liberty Legal Counsel here tonight. Uh, JB, what are you drinking?
3: Uh, I decided to bring out the big guns tonight, uh, some antiseptic. I got the Lefroy Care, you know, medicinal. The Four Oak can only get it at the duty-free shop. So nice. don't go to your store looking for it.
1: And Rico? I'm drinking my vodka and soda and also the last Corona I had in the fridge. Oh. Ah, for the... We're uh, of the same mind. Yes. <laughs> i about to crack
2: up in a big old Corina. Corona
1: can. Oh, boy. Yeah, you don't see those right. every day. I think I'm going to be – I might get drunk off these right before the end of the show because I have not had time to eat the entire day. So, Same. Running on empty. And yesterday, for us good Catholics, it was a day of fasting. So barely a yesterday. Right. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. So on our last – Rico,
3: podcast, you're not a good Catholic.
1: I
2: am.
3: What are you talking about? <laughs> this is news to me. I've
2: always as, been. As far as American Catholics go, yeah, he is. So <laughs> – I, I, I mentioned on our last podcast I was thinking about giving up drinking for Lent, but the Pope came out and he said he wants Catholics to give up trolling. So that's, did he really? Yes. So no trolling till Easter, but I can keep drinking. So I think that's a win. Do you and Also, tr- yeah, maybe a little bit. It might not <laughs> you know? be that that big of a sacrifice, but hey, that's what the, that's what the Holy Father wants. That's what the Holy Father gets. Fair Uh, enough. Anyways, apparently he is sick now. Um, I don't know if it was wise to keep doing mass with the coronavirus outbreak going on in Italy, but that's what he did. And I don't know if that's what he's got, but I do know he only has one lung, so let's hope not.
1: We run through a lot of popes these days. Like, when I was little, it was Pope John Paul II for, like, 30 years. And I think in the last five years, how many have there been, like, three? Dude, we're on the third in our lifetime. Is that it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. John Paul yeah. Benedict.
1: Yeah, I thought there was another one after Benedict. And who's I don't even know no. the current one Francis. Francis Francis.
3: Yeah. 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 All right. I'm yeah. Not good, that good Catholic stuff. indeed. I don't they, even know the fucking pope is. Th-
2: this, <laughs> <I> is <have. laughs> this is unrelated, but Iran's uh, former ambassador to the Vatican just died of coronavirus today.
3: Yeah, I saw that. Really?
2: Yeah. It wasn't like he's not the current ambassador. He didn't infect the pope or anything, but,
3: but the pope is sick.
2: Yes, we don't know if that's what.
3: been. Yeah, we don't know of what, but that has been circling around the globe that the Pope mm-hmm. has some type of respiratory illness of, you know, unknown vector or whatever.
2: So let's backtrack. People, it, it's possible that someone listening might not know what the coronavirus is. That's not. Um, possible.
3: I find that hard to believe. There's no but way. You should give it an intro nonetheless.
2: Oh, okay, I was hoping you'd give it a scientific one out. Did you want it. me to? Yeah, I yeah, do yeah. yeah It'd be better than me. Yeah, go ahead.
3: All right, I'll give a crash course. Well, um, the coronavirus is a, I guess, a newly Good um, discovered virus that I has do. seemed to have made the jump from animals to humans sometime in the last, I guess, was it it's almost March, maybe the last four months or so, they're estimating.
2: My guess is October.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's what the, it's kind of fluctuates. I was wanting to say four to six months, maybe to give it a bigger stretch. Um, It is a positive single-stranded RNA virus. Um, For those who don't know, viruses are not all the same. They come in different types of classes. And this virus, coronaviruses in general, have a a single RNA strand that um, gets converted into double-stranded RNA and then messenger RNA, which is then used to make more copies of itself. Okay, Um, maybe
2: not this scientific. (laughs) (laughs) So it's coronavirus like a common cold coronavirus. This is a novel coronavirus. It's a it's a a it's a new strain.
3: The cold is not a coronavirus. It's Uh, one of those different classes that I'm talking about. I won't go into too many details, but they're not that related. Um, Like they're this is more relate. This is in the same like family as SARS is, which I'm sure we're all familiar with. And MERS which I actually wasn't that familiar with because it's kind of localized. It's Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. Yeah. Supposedly jumped from camels, which is also in the same family of uh, coronaviruses. And I guess I'll leave the science at that point.
2: All right. So I thought, I know this is a conspiracy corner, but before, I thought before we get into the kind of the conspiracy aspect of this, because there's a lot of different angles that a lot, you know, a lot of things we can speculate about. We don't, we don't know for sure. But I thought let's start it off with talking about like, why should we care? How dangerous is this? Like, what, what are we dealing with here? You know, because I don't know, like you guys. go ahead, it's.
1: I think it's hard to say how dangerous it is because then it depends on what kind of numbers and um, actual real statistics we get. You know, so at first, it everyone I think assume the Chinese were downplaying the numbers significantly, but then the reports, other reports seem to be way over hyping based upon nothing. So I've heard anywhere mortality rate up to 2% or I think that's generally what I read. It's mortality rates about 2% and it's about three times as contagious as the I guess there's not really an ordinary flu since there's different strains, but I guess the seasonal flu it's, it's thought to be like three times as dangerous or uh, contagious. If, if I'm uh, correct on that,
2: I think it might be a little different, but I totally agree. I think the numbers coming out of China are complete bullshit. And we know in retrospect from when the SARS uh, outbreak happened, that they downplayed it by a factor of 16. Um, and we know that this started. Well, the Chinese knew it was going on for like a while before they let the rest of the world know. The doctor that like leaked it out, he is now dead yeah. of the coronavirus. Maybe but he's he's dead one way or another. Yeah. But um, from what I understand, and it, again, it's hard to calculate without knowing real numbers. But now we're starting to see things in other parts of the world, and it looks like currently it's about a three percent mortality rate in China and like 1% the rest of the world, so uh, 2% on average. But scientists are saying, I mean, there's so much we don't know, it's likely anywhere from 1% to 10%. It actually seems Vitality like it's- mortality rate? Mortality.
3: Yeah, I rate. think a 10% mortality rate uh, is a bit of that, a stretch. That's
2: the yeah. highest. But yeah,
3: particularly since it's now been in different parts of the world, and unless everyone is lying, I think we well, notice a 10% Well, there's mortality a
2: lot rate. of lying going on in Iran in particular. Um, let me see if I can pull up their current official numbers right now.
3: Uh, do, do you trust the numbers from the cruise ship? Whatever it's called?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I
3: do. That's
1: nowhere near 10%.
2: Right, so, right. They're, you're just saying like the the blanket is, you know, from the things we don't know. So, so uh,
1: isn't the cruise ship kind of a ridiculous um, way to look at things? Because <clears throat> on a cruise ship, you're kind of like in a closed, it's not closed environment, but there's, like common heat ducts and air conditioning ducts, right? Where it's it's recycling the air, so yeah. it's like, well, everyone in the same house has gotten sick. Well, of course, if you're if you're next to a person every day, and you're probably chances are you're going to get that, you know, whatever they're they're suffering from. Whereas if you're on a cruise ship, and how long were they on a cruise ship? Like two, three weeks. They yeah, dude, they were
2: uh-huh. everything was wrong about that. And they weren't even taking any kind of like reasonable precautions on the cruise ship. It was a big floating Petri dish where people were going to get sick. Well,
3: I go ahead. I was like, well, you bring up some very good points and I wouldn't use the the cruise ship numbers as any indication of um, how easily transmissible this bug is. But it does give us an idea of mortality, particularly because like because they're in a cruise ship environment, pretty much everyone has a chance to get exposed. And if you're, if you're on that cruise ship, there's a very high chance of you getting exposed. We can really extrapolate on numbers. If, if you expose 100, 200, how many people to coronavirus, how many people get sick, how many people get very sick, and how many people get died because of the things that you're mentioning. But as far as how easy it is to spread, no. Because cruise ship is basically right. like a peachy dish, like you said. But those other numbers that we're talking about, it's, it's almost like a little experiment on itself. It's about as contained as a human experiment ethically as you could possibly get.
1: Right. What so, was the mortality rate on the cruise ship?
2: Um, I'm pull it up. That's but it low. Was, I, I've yeah, got it, it right low. here. There were 705 cases and four deaths. Exactly. So what I was getting back to in, in Iran, um, their official numbers, let me find them here, 245 cases, 26 deaths. But um, people doctors and things have been talking to people on the ground there. And even it it got leaked out when their government folks talking that it's much worse. And people, there was a study just done. where are looking at the number of cases around the world that came from being in Iran in different areas of Iran. They're estimating that there's probably like 20,000 people with it in Iran right now and way more deaths than are being reported. Uh, Some people actually think there were concerned that it might've mutated there into
1: a more virulent strain, but, um, that 's what I was wondering is if it 's been thought at least December, probably back to october, so we 're talking five months possibly at what point do the viruses mutate because it 's not in a virus 's best interest to kill off their host, correct so you know you 'd think that they would it would mutate to a lesser form eventually, I mean, of course it could mutate to a more severe form but for its own survival, it's gonna wanna be able to be passed from host to host and not kill each host. Right.
2: Yeah. And it it appears that eighty percent of cases are mild, like nothing to worry about. Twenty percent of cases you get sick enough that you require hospitalization. Mm -hmm. And if you get that, you know, it's fine. But if you don't get the hospitalization, it's like 65% chance you're gonna die. So that the problem is is if more people are that sick than we have hospital beds, then we run into... Uh, so
1: what what are they doing at the hospital to treat you that you can't get treated like that at home? Are they like breathing? Yeah, that's
2: one thing. They can incubate you so that the machine can breathe for you is one thing. Yeah,
3: it's basically like if you're getting a severe case of most of these, like any upper respiratory illness like SARS or even like a flu, it's normally associated with some type of pneumonia. And you're mm-hmm. and it's severe pneumonia, your your breathing is severely compromised. Your lungs are being filled with liquid. You need like proper medical attention or you can easily die from that. And that's what you kinda can't do at home. You can't Okay You can't you can't help someone breathe properly at home. Especially now you can if you're like in hospice care and they have like oxygen and things like that because they know you're dying, but you can't do that for like everyone. It's the pneumonia, like severe pneumonia. It needs hospital treatment.
2: And and another thing with this disease that it binds to the ACE2 receptors, which are not only found in your lungs, but attacks other organs like your kidneys, um, the testicles apparently too, and uh, some other things. Well, the thing is,
3: like the ACE2 receptor specifically is a, is a receptor on cells that controls um, it that interacts with the hormone that raises blood pressure. So it's going to be, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty decently spread as, as a matter of fact, the, the, the cells that express ACE2 in the lungs are actually very few. It's actually expressed in a lot, like a lot higher concentration in other areas, but due to like, the initial point of contact where you you might breathe in something or intake it from that area. Those are the first cells that tends to infect. But yeah, ACE2 receptors are pretty common.
2: Right. And I, I think we'd agree with proper medical care. This isn't much to worry about. But one thing that struck me yesterday, I think it was Mayor de Blasio in New York, he was saying like, we're ready for this. We've got 1200 open hospital beds. You know, and it's like, all right, 1200 open hospital beds you have a city of 9 million people. If like 60% of the people get it, that's 5 million people. You have enough hospital beds for 1,200. I, I well, think 20% what, of that 5 million, that's like a million people need hospitalization. But I think
1: that's going to- if,
3: yeah. if the entire population of New York gets sick at the exact but same
1: time. the problem, right, 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 I right. think with a lot of, it, in the US, I see a lot of it, is people go to the emergency room far too often. Yes. There's a lot of people that panic over very mild symptoms and they go to the emergency room right. or they don't have, well, I, I don't know if it's changed at all now, but if you don't have like, they don't have health insurance, they don't have a doctor so they go to the emergency room. They have, you know, people, that oh, very, same. very unhealthy lifestyles. You know, they have yeah. gastrointestinal issues cause they live shitty lifestyles. So they go to the emergency room. So these, those people are going to crowd the emergency room first and they may have nothing wrong with them but the people who actually do need to get to the emergency room maybe there's an open hospital bed but they're not going to be able to see the doctor for like 2 days cuz everybody is sitting there cuz there's going to be a panic rush on on hospitals.
2: And so how about this say you're a bunch of these nervous panicky people that like thinks they have the coronavirus they go to the emergency room and then they get it cuz there's actually people with the coronavirus in the emergency room.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's a matter of time before there's an outbreak in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, like I, I give it two or three weeks.
2: And the thing is, like we we're saying, it's a problem if a lot of people get it at once. Mm-hmm. And this thing is pretty contagious. The Los Alamos Labs did a study, and uh, the term for it they call it the R not like the flu. It's it's like a two. So someone with the flu is likely to infect two other people. This is estimated between be, between four and seven. So someone with this is estimated they're going to infect between four to
1: seven more people. So, so it, yeah, this is my question for JB on this. Okay, so in a movie scenario, <laughs> patient zero gets sick, right? Yeah. And if they're gonna if they're going to infect four other people, say we we go October first, patient zero is is infected. They yeah. infect four people. Those four people infect four people. The all those sixteen people infect you know four people each. You have an exponential outbreak in less than a month. You have millions of cases, right? So where is this if there it is an R factor of four, why aren't there more cases? Four to seven.
2: Well, oh, go ahead. You could answer first, JP, then I'll jump. <laughs> well, <laughs>
3: How can I say this? This is like the, this R not value. There's there's a lot of um, I can even send you a paper. I was about to send you a paper when, when I read when I read the Los Alamos. You can't you can't really take the R not value as a, a literal number in the case that like it's e- or even like an average number because the models and the models and the math behind it rely on numbers that aren't even even remotely currently available. You should see the confidence interval on that. And and as soon as you start treating people for this disease, the likelihood of this spread at that rate immediately starts to decrease. And like the Los Alamos paper even says so itself, judging from the numbers that are coming out, if you if you want to believe them, I guess we can talk about that, that we've already seen a drop-off from that initial R-naught value from mid-February, which is when most people estimated would be the peak transmission, at least in China.
2: Well, like we've seen a slowdown in China, for sure. Yeah. But I would hope so when you've got 750 million people on lockdown, 10% of the human population, and the draconian measures they're going to in China. I would hope we would see a slowdown. Like... <laughs>
1: so kind of... I think I think that's overstated the um degree of lockdown in China from just what I hear, and I'm obviously not there. There are there are quarantines, but a lot of people like treated it as kind of a party. So you were allowed out. As one um, would. Yeah. So <laughs> you would it it became progressively more strict, but also in some of the cities, people are like. You know, like Rebecca's parents live in a, a different city and her parents were like going, her dad was going out every day. Um, in Wuhan? Like, is, no, not no, in Wuhan now. No. Uh, Shinto is the name of the city.
2: See, the level of severity Wuhan is much different than the rest of yeah. China. Yeah. But,
3: but uh, even then I read a report that like 180,000 people left What's the name of the province? Hubei is the name of the province, That's right? right yeah. Wuhan's the name of the city. Yeah, I heard like one hundred eighty thousand people left Hubei province since they put the quarantine. Now, because how can you control all those people? You can't. Not even China can like keep tabs of all those people. And those are real numbers because the Chinese track them on their phones because they track all their citizens on their phones. So they literally knew they left Hubei because they saw their phones leave the border. Oh
2: yeah, they saw like over so, two thousand like- people left. Yeah,
3: so those are the real numbers. It's to say at least the number they're at least willing to tell us. One hundred and eighty thousand people broke their quarantine.
1: Yes. Well, I don't know. I don't know that they broke the quarantine because that that would take some work. Because once the quarantine was in place, there was. Well, yeah, these
2: people left the city and didn't come back
1: before that was actually like when it first started to get bad. They fled the city, but once the quarantine in Wuhan was established there was basically tanks and military checkpoints so to get out of the city there's no way 180,000 people were getting out because they I don't know about
3: the, the city it's from the province that's yeah, why i wanted to make sure i got the names right i from the report i read i'm pretty sure it said from hubei province not wuhan yeah. city itself
1: right but even wu uh hubei there was pretty strict checkpoints so I, I think a lot of these people fled before like they could see the quarantine was coming they could see that it was getting pretty bad, but so they kind of took it on their own to, to leave. Um, but then <laughs> they, they didn't have a lot of places to go because people weren't at, like hotels. It's a lot easier to discriminate in China than it is in the U.S. So hotels were asking <laughs> like, um, well, so you yeah, have yeah, a Hubei what, accent. Well, They, they look at their, <laughs> their identification and it would indicate whether or not they were from Hubei. And Dude, like, even no.
2: in Korea, there are clubs that wouldn't let Americans in. Why yes. us? I tried to pretend I was like Israeli or something. Oh, you like, mean
1: when you were
3: in service? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I was like, <laughs> like right now?
4: <laughs>
2: um, but I have a different answer to JB. I think there are a lot more cases, but if you're not testing, you don't have to report them. Well, how do you know if you have a mild case? Well, that's the thing. If people go and they, it's like a doctor's not, if you come and say like, the symptoms are like, oh, you probably have the flu. Go home and rest yeah. and drink but, fluids. Yeah. That could be a case we don't know it my, it say, my, if it gets worse. Go to the hospital. Right.
3: To counter that, maybe this is overly optimistic. But in my pro- professional opinion, this probably the cases are probably underreported. I mean, not, not yes, overreported. There are probably way more people who have contracted this and nothing has happened to them. Yeah. Which which definitely deflates the numbers of like mortality rates because.
4: Like so how do we not,
2: exp- explain like. Whole families that die of it.
1: Well, I think there's yeah, there's different factors. Your your lifestyle, I think, plays a factor in it. Your environmental conditions play a factor in it. So if you're if you're living in Wuhan, it's not the richest province, but there's definitely a lot of industry there. But maybe you're just kind of a lower class worker there. The air is shit. Yeah. Um, your medical care is probably shit. Yep. Maybe you're a, a smoker. You live in a house full of smokers you're packed into like sardines yeah so you're either smoking or you're breathing secondhand smoke and then you might not have access to you know basic medicine so your immune system might be low to begin with
2: don't they have like medicare for all there
1: (laughs) (laughs) not have uh, actually
2: actually, what's what's the british one the national nhs yeah they pretty much said today like the people they're doing like really bad we're just gonna have to let them die
1: right <laughs> well, they're, probably, they're probably like oh great we can check if, or mark a few more people um th- out of the uh, expenditures column where,
3: where where is this info I need you can't just you can't just throw out wild claims like that and then <laughs> what no uh, no not you not you Rico. No, like how telling me
1: this is a forum to throw out wild claims this well, is yeah, conspiracy I, I, quarter, I always forget I
3: always, I always forget what show I'm on but <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm pretty skeptical about whole families dying of coronavirus. So, even, even so in,
2: one story I'll bring up there is Unless like, they're
3: completely destitute.
2: There was this like famous um Chinese director or something and he got sick with it. He went to the hospital. They didn't have room for him. They sent him away. His like uh the rest of his family they lived with died. Not his his wife is still alive. She's the survivor. But um there was like four people in the family that died.
1: Yeah, I don't see uh, Steven Spielberg getting turned. Okay, away. I'm I'm I'm, tra- I'm
3: starting to see a little bit of that because I was thinking more in the skew of mortality and the rate that it mostly kills older people. So you you his wife did survive, like you said. The direct himself was 55 when his died, and the other people who died were his parents, parents okay. of a 55 year old. I was okay. thinking it's like it killed like people our age and their 12 year old kid or something like that. So it died. It happened to kill a whole bunch of old people who got sick in the same house. <laughs> All right. So th- that's his, okay. his I, wife I'm got it lot, too,
4: though she's I'm, I'm alive and uh, she's sick. It,
3: that kind of that even that makes it even less like that doesn't strengthen the position. Like even even she's old too and she happened to survive. So one old dude and two older people died and one old person survived.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's good by any chance or stretch of the imagination, but I have difficulty feeling the global pandemic. Like, I think China is actually returning to more normalized functioning now. Uh, Whether that's good or bad in the long term, we'll see in a couple of weeks. But Rico, people are getting reinfected.
2: Yeah. It's not like you get immunity. You can get it again. They're going to pack these people, and they work in these factories where, like, you go there for the week and you live there in these, like, open bay quarters. They're all going to fucking get it again.
1: Yeah, maybe. (laughs) It's it's not going to work out well. Well, So is it going to be deadlier the second time?
2: Um, In a lot of cases, it is. Like, Danuge fever, there's this thing, it's called ADE. I forget what it stands for, but it's something like – You get it, it's mild, your body creates antibodies. Then when you get it again, the antibodies actually help carry it into your cells and your organs and shit, and it makes it much worse the second time. And depending upon how long this is going on for China, maybe some of these deaths are something like that.
1: But isn't kind of a a getting sick again kind of common no matter what the situation is? I know like when I get a cold in the winter... Usually I, it's a
2: different strain that you get the second I time. get,
1: I get symptoms again like two weeks later. And I always think like, oh, I forgot to change my toothbrush or something. So that's why I got sick, which probably is the case. Or you didn't wash your sheets or or there's it's, just germs around the house or you're getting sick again. So I don't think that's unique for coronavirus.
2: Yeah. And so I, I think that most healthy non-smokers have nothing to worry about. I also think that this is going to spread like crazy because it's got a like up to 27 day incubation period and all these quarantines are for 14 days so that does shit and you're asymptomatic for a lot of it and you're most contagious actually while you're asymptomatic so you're going to get it from somebody who seems perfectly fine and healthy and it's going to spread and the old and the smokers and the weak, we're going to have a lot of them die and it's it sucks. I was a smoker for years. I haven't really smoked at all in a few years now, but I vape. I don't know if that's as bad. If that's like, yeah, as shit. do
3: I. So, like, am I'm I at risk? Old, though, I mean, my but.
2: mom, I have aunts and uncles that are older and not in great health. Like, are <laughs> it's
3: so like I
4: have I, the best. So yeah,
1: Body that's another
4: thing. Food.
3: That's another thing that should at least give us some solace. Most of the people who uh, control the levers of power in our lives oh, yeah,
2: yeah—I was thinking about old. that. I didn't want to say it.
3: Think out loud. about everybody on the presidential stage. They're all like septuagenarians. So, if but anyone it, has a self-interest to, you know, make sure these types of things are contained, are the people who are in control of our lives because they're all old. So, right. think about so, it that way. That should make you feel better. So
2: <laughs> I want to shift into the conspiratorial stereotype. The conspiratorial side. So where did this come from? Did this is this from bat soup or did this come okay. from the uh level 4 bioweapons lab so 8 miles no, no. up the
1: road in Wuhan? There's I think there's three possibilities, broad possibilities. One, there's the wet market, the official story. Two, there's the Chinese bioweapon lab.
2: wait, the wet market. Hold on. So it yeah. was reported that some people believed it re- started there. -hmm. No,
3: I've actually reported
2: reportedly some people believed it started like what is that what is that
3: we don't have to say it like that. But that's Um, what
2: they said in like the New York Times.
3: Well, let me let me (laughs) like from what I can gather, they 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 they, um they presumed I forget what it was said, but either either way, it seems like it could have started in multiple places. The the wet market that they thought it had started was just one a major hub of spreading because it's a place where people gather. It is possible, like I just saw from very reputable sources, like maybe like even this morning that they they've pinpointed a different spot where they think it's really started. It's just. Because it's a wet market, it was a place to spread the disease. Can, can we can
2: maybe, we talk maybe, about Maybe the some American was there and they just saw the wet market, they're like, Look at this shit. This is where this came from. Can we
1: <laughs> Can we talk about the science behind the wet market theory for a second though? So it's I, I thought that was kind of like the Chinese story. It's like, oh, it started at the wet market, which they've since banned wet markets as far as I know. But the science behind the wet market, if I'm to understand this, is like it started in a bat, say you know it was a, it's a bat virus yes. and and it spread from a bat to maybe a different animal and this is what's the problem with the wet market is you're taking animals from different ecosystems and placing them together where they shouldn't naturally be together so maybe the the virus went from a bat to a different animal that it shouldn't ever have any proximity to and it kind of mutated in that second animal and then it was passed to humans somehow whether it was through you know they're eating it or handling it or whatever but because it went from a to a second animal that's where it became especially um kind of potent um and virulent is because this unnatural transition is, this, is am this i understanding me, yeah can i, had, can, I can, can wait I wait me. i
2: got i gotta tell a story real quick have you guys heard the current like explanation for the hiv virus the current explanation is there was a monkey that had a virus. There was another species of monkey that had a different virus. And some dude who eats bushmeat, he was slaughtering both of these kinds of monkeys, got infected with both viruses, and they mutated inside of him and became HIV. I I uh, find it easier to believe that Reagan made it in a lab, but That's easier to believe. What what you're saying right now about how this worked in the wet market reminds me of this the current story on HIV. I don't
3: (laughs) know if that's the case. Like viruses can can jump from different creatures, but I don't know if it's so much a wet market allowed it the opportunity to jump from a bat to something else. Because like we need we all need to come to terms here that this epidemic is like brand new. It's like a newborn child in terms of like disease research. People are just throwing things at the wall to see if it fucking sticks just to get stuff out. People are the amount of papers, like actual literal, like journal articles I've seen being churned out in the last month and a half on something people barely understand is insane. So like, like think of everyone, all researchers, like people who do my job are just trying to get ahead of this and publish first. We need to think about this on that aspect from, from again, similar to what I just said about, um, having a different like ground zero for the um, virus that I read this morning. Another article I read two days ago says that it might not even come from a bat at all. The initial the initial idea that it came from a bat is due to its similarity to the SARS virus that did actually is. Actually, quite confirmed to come from a bat because we've been able to study it for over a decade.
2: Dude, I heard the bat, I heard the snake, and then they had that article that yeah. what was that? The animal the pangolin or something? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, no, they're going to kill them. Don't but say Hallie, it was from. Hallie, that's
3: my point. What? When, when the virus has only been on your on your, um, I guess on your landscape for four fucking months, you're going to get this amount of noise. We right, don't, right, that's right. not nearly enough time to do proper science on anything.
2: But let's step back in time to the beginning of October when there was this exercise done called Event 201. It was Johns Hopkins University, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and the World Economic Forum, where they ran a simulation of a novel coronavirus that started from a Chinese bat and spread and became a pandemic and ended up killing 65 million people. Are you and talking during-
3: about that, that Dean Kuntz thing?
2: No, I'm talking uh, about uh, I'm talking game. about a study that they just did in October, like a live study, a simulation of a okay. coronavirus that came from a Chinese bat that became a pandemic and killed 65 million people. And that's not.
3: I just literally mentioned the SARS, and you remember the craze and hysteria that went over SARS that did absolutely fuck all. Of course, we're going. That's exactly the same scenario. Something that happened a decade ago. Well,
2: I know, I know, but the. I need to pull this up. At the end of the study, they're like, well, there's these seven things we need to do. There are seven takeaways and three action items. One of the action items was in their simulation, they're like, there's going to be all these conspiracies theorists saying all this stuff. So we need to get Influencers and people like this, and like it already read to me like we need to clamp down on free speech and shut up conspiracy theorists and stop like them spreading Which, disinformation.
1: <laughs> there is that house bill, I, I emailed it, I forget what was it like, HB 230 or something like that, where um, the government is trying to clamp down on free speech but not call it a clamp down, on yeah, speech, but like what can be posted on the internet without. You know, and you can't comment on certain things for all in the name of, you know, spreading fake news. Yeah. Uh, which is at the same time as this, which. Pretty- all
2: all the other takeaways where we need to get like these supra governmental like world bodies, like joined with the business and all these things and able to like outside the law, do what needs to be done to stop these things from happening. It just sounds is that
3: really what it said.
2: I, well, here, let me send it to you. I'll, I'll pull it up.
3: Because, like, as as much as I love free speech, I don't like disinformation. I don't think I don't think like the goon squad should come in and beat your head in because you post something on Reddit. But I'm not in favor of disinformation either.
1: Well, the the great uh, crucible of thought is that the marketplace. You know, you you put out something that's inflammatory or false or whatever, the free market allows someone to counter that. Um, Are you
3: kidding? So so a lie doesn't travel across the world faster than the truth can put its pants it on? Was that quote matter. a lie? But is that quote a lie? Do you think do you well, think it's I, an exaggeration? I don't know. <laughs> no, I no lie no, I think you're right. a, a lie is a ridiculous exaggerate. thing to say, but do you think that's an exaggeration? I think disinformation and sensational stuff can travel much more rapidly than the boring truth.
1: That's fine. A lie can can travel faster than the truth, but I don't think the remedy for a lie is to uh, have a monitor on what people can say.
3: Neither do I. I never supported that. But I'm not going to stand here and say that disinformation is good. Case in point, I was reading this. uh, I didn't say
1: disinformation is good. I just said, you know what? Everything has to be tested in the... the, uh, marketplace of ideas.
2: I, I just brought it up because the way things are unfolding seem exactly like what happened in this simulation. And if we're doing the conspiracy thing, it's like, are there forces that want something like this in order to rest control? And just to bring up the Bill Gates foundation and Bill Gates or whatever, all the stuff he's doing with vaccines. he's one of those people that's concerned about overpopulation, which I don't understand because most scientists say think it's going to top off at around like 9 billion and start, declining like indefinitely and like he was even in a speech recently talking not maybe like a year or two ago talking about how we need to like reduce the population by 10 percent or something while he was talking about vaccines and it's
4: it it
2: sounded sinister but it's been explained off as
3: melinda Gates foundation has been involved with these types of things for decades
2: yeah and did you know his dad was at one time like the head of the planned parenthood (laughs)
3: No no, actually I didn't know that, but I don't see what the what relevance what, that that's is. That's
2: because I was making excuses Kill that, them all? I, that I heard Jimmy. that. They started because they wanted to like exterminate minorities, dude. There's a lot of people that think
4: <laughs> the oh, population
1: needs to be called in the greater good of the earth.
2: Not me. But well, maybe I, maybe Bill Gates. No, I don't, I don't, know don't person, See, right. I don't think that's what happened. But I, I want to throw out all it, the possibilities. Even if that's
3: true, this is a very sloppy way of going about it
1: maybe no, it's I a agree. test run and so I don't think, I, think the, <laughs> I don't think the fatality rate is high enough if it was actually so, you know, so well if we the
3: fatality rate is any higher than probably literally 10% and it probably causes societal collapse Can you imagine one in 10 people you know dying that yeah,
1: would that'd be, be crazy pretty bad
3: yeah so like we're we're talking about absurd things here speaking like, of we're, speaking like,
2: of tests, though, you probably know about this um They
1: do something. How many people have you killed, JB? This is what I'm talking
3: about. As as evil as you think Bill Gates is, he's smart enough to know that trying to engineer some virus to kill poor people is an incredibly bad idea. because It'll easily get out of control and destroy civilization.
2: (laughs) JB, I don't don't think this. I was trying to make that clear, but I want to bring up all the different possibilities, all the scenarios. I want to bring
1: up my, my conspiracy that I briefly alluded to on an email before. So, like I was saying there's the the theory that there it's the wet market Pfft, boring there's a theory that it was the Chinese lab, which we'll go more into a minute, I think. But my theory is it's a deep state American plot, and follow me here because the deep state hates Trump, right? The deep state is a bunch of liberals, that's true who. Yes. Want to see, who always know what's best for everyone. And what's best True. for everyone in a crowded planet is to cull the population a little bit. You know, hard choices have Those to be made. Those people right? do
2: think that. I'll so that. How,
1: how can we accomplish many different ends with one simple stroke of genius? We're going to release a coronavirus in China. The way, Why we're going to do this is well, China is our economic enemy. So we're going to weaken China. They're going to be the first hit. The first hit is going to be the worst hit, right? So China is going to be hit the hardest because they're the first. People in Trump's
2: camp, like Bannon, thought China's our biggest enemy, biggest thing we got to be concerned about.
1: Go ahead. Well, maybe he's along with the deep state. I don't know. So anyway.
3: I said that too. Am I in the deep state? You (laughs) You guys probably think I am. I don't
1: know you. I don't know. I (laughs) haven't. I've only seen you once in the last like five years. So I can't tell you for sure. You saw me last year. Twice. Yeah, you're twice. (laughs) Whatever. Um... So so it hits China hard. It's going to fuck up China's economy. But it doesn't end there. If Whatever fucks up China's economy will eventually trickle to the U.S. And so the, the U.S. economy will be hit not as hard as China, but still hard enough to screw up the stock market. What does Trump win on? Re-election. He wins on the stock market. So what else is he going to run on? He runs on, well, we're all making money. What if... He can't run on that. What if the stock market takes a dive right before the election? There's layoffs. People are not going to work. Trump's selling point See, is
2: moot, dude. This gives him cover though for the economy tanking. I don't know. because the economy was likely to tank no matter what. But now it's like it's the coronavirus. It's well. However, I'm hearing it's news all the that coronavirus. He, uh,
3: he sacked the entire pandemic response team.
2: Yeah, and this is. People-
3: <laughs> People are going to harp on that and saying, well, no wonder all of us died. You, you fired listen, two years ago. The people listen, were supposed to take care of this. Shit. Listen,
2: so the Democrats have been harping on about he's like he cut the CDC, he cut the NIH, all this and that. He's like, well, yeah, he put it in his budget. It's been none of those ever passed Congress. None of those cuts ever happened. None of that ever happened. You say so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we still have,
1: it still
3: have matter, money to matter, bomb Yannman, but we don't have a, a pandemic response team. That's all I know.
1: Perception is greater than reality, right? So what the Democrats are currently selling right now is, oh, Trump says there's nothing to worry about. Are you kidding me? Um, oh, Pence is the leader of the corona response uh, team, whatever. Yeah. So, He's a Christian. They don't believe in science.
4: <laughs> How
2: can yeah, you protect us?
3: Not, not all Christians, at least. East Coast Christians. You're, you're biased. East Coast Christians yeah. believe in science, Howie.
1: Catholics do. <laughs> the coronavirus response team isn't diverse enough, so they're already hammering them on this. So what can, according to the, the liberals, the deep state, we're going to hurt China, we're going to cull the population a little bit, and we're going to make sure that Trump can't win reelection. election All in one beautiful master stroke time, perfectly.
2: Man, they could have just run a good candidate or something. That seems like a nah. whole lot easier.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think the deep state can control who actually runs. Mm. You know, Bernie can put his hat in the ring. I kind of think they, they, put, they put Pete Buttigieg out yeah, there. <laughs> I think Buttigieg is the deep state candidate. And, After all, and man, yet, we're, and and yet we're
3: truly worried about the deep state. And, right. I, and you so, expect me to be worried about the deep state? So,
1: so before they we just released a virus in China, JV. Did you not listen be, to what I just said?
2: Before listen, we listen,
3: I just don't believe it.
2: <laughs> before we say exactly what we think, I want to talk about a couple possibilities. So one thing we know that is done is something called gain of function testing, where they take viruses and they make them more transmissible, more deadly. Um, and the reason for that they say is so that. They can learn, well, if it happens naturally, if it mutates, we need to know how to fight it and how to better whatever. I think that's bullshit. I think it's covered to do bioweapons testing is what I think. But anyways, in America, we banned that in like 2013, except we made 10 exceptions for a couple studies. One of them was for a coronavirus in a bat. And also we saw recently that um, we had that dude that got arrested here in America that was like smuggling information. And I think two of his Chinese associates, like biological samples to China. And this guy was helped set up the level four bio research lab in Wuhan. So I don't know, there's all this stuff That's- going on and we've got this bio lab in Wuhan. They're probably doing some of this gain of function testing. We know like that the fucking Chinese don't follow any rules. They've been using CRISPR to like genetically engineer humans. Like, they, oh, I guess they threw that guy in jail, but I guess they had to because it got out. But I mean, there was probably some kind of study going on there. And we saw there was an Indian, some Indian scientists that put up this paper saying that it looked like there were these HIV inserts in the virus that made it look like it was engineered. Um, Zero Hedge reported on that. They tweeted it out and they, had a, they got permanently banned from Twitter. Um, they, Twitter said because they put the doctor's information in there, but the zero hedge is like, well, that was all publicly available information. we didn't dox him. but they're banned like Facebook, all these other like uh, social media platforms are banning people. Reddit's like cracking down on they don't want these conspiracy theories going out know, we've got to get the true, only the true information. so those Indian scientists they pulled their paper it hadn't been peer reviewed or anything yet, but this this was their initial thoughts, and I don't know. I know there's a lot of misinformation all over the place, but it seems to me, I feel like this is a man-made thing. Now, do we think this was something done intentionally and unleashed, like Rico was saying? I kind of feel like it might've got out by accident. Chinese labs twice accidentally let SARS get out. I And there are some reports, I don't know if this is true or not, but supposedly some of these scientists, sometimes when they're done testing on animals, sell these animals at those wet markets, like the corpses what <laughs> <laughs> they can't possibly get that much money for these things i mean if you just think of how inept government all this shit is even if it's a bi-level four safety thing so, i feel like i feel like something, well, something i was kind of mean, like case
3: in point like you you're talking about bsl4 we have a couple of bsl4 labs in the united states they've been doing China has
2: one that happens to be eight miles from where this starts. But
3: we've been doing (laughs) testing, for example, for on hemorrhagic fevers like Hantavirus and Ebola and whatnot at those facilities for years. Was the last time you heard from somebody in the surrounding area getting one of those hemorrhagic fevers?
1: Okay, we created Lyme disease in a lab. How is BSL? (laughs) What is it called? BSL four?
3: Yeah, BSL Uh, four.
1: Biosafety level four
3: or a lab. Huh? I you you who, you cut out. I didn't I didn't. Who's get
1: that. who certifies that it's a BSL four lab?
3: I imagine some type of safety reg like, okay. like OSHA, like <laughs> OSHA, oh, like OSHA, no. not OSHA, oh, shit. but something does, like that. I don't know what it's trying called. to
1: say hey, this is a BSL four lab. Like, we don't control China like exactly. we have, our, yeah, we have is, our own
3: regulations. I don't know. How do we know outcry. that
2: there is
1: there is it. How do we secure as a, an American BSL? I don't
2: there, know. I, there was, I was a only lot talking of about America. There was a lot of outcry when they were building it because we we're like, are you fucking kidding? They let SARS out twice. What?
1: OK, you, <laughs> exactly. you already... they can say it's secure, but it doesn't mean it's as secure as something. No, no, in no, our... no, no, no. But we're, we're talking
3: about two different things. I balked at the idea that this was deliberate. We had, I am with you.
1: I'm with you. I, I don't I've,
3: think it was. I've had I've had plenty of times on on this show and other shows on Lions of Liberty where I've called China out. I've explicitly said I don't trust China at all. Especially when it comes in terms of scientific research, I've said that several times on many shows. You guys remember that, right? I yeah. am no, I, do, I, I, I don't. I can know. trust China as far as I can throw it, and it's like the third largest country in the world. All right.
2: So I'm just the blowback on this kind of thing if it was done on purpose and got out, like you. Would I, I balk
3: at the I, the only reason I do, particularly from RN. And maybe this is just my jingoism. I I think like from anyone who knows even bare minimum about microbiology, virology, doing these types of things and actually releasing them is far too dangerous. You're far more likely to end up killing yourself than your enemy. Okay, there are far more effective ways of killing people than doing things like this.
1: Okay, let me let me say a hypothetical that's not related to a deliberate. Say the BSL four is not as BSL four lab. It's not as secure as it should be. My kind of thought, my actual theory, uh, although I like the deep state theory, I don't really believe it. My theory is that China did release this by accident. They had created some kind of, or or they had introduced this in in animals to test vaccinations against future coronaviruses. It's possible, right? And And I think that that's why this virus existed is they were trying to attack, Uh, test vaccines for the future and there was a fuck up and that's That's how it got released. That's what I think too.
3: That could easily happen. And I don't have any evidence to, to support or refute that. And I was even going to say, I think it was either last year or the year before there was a lab in China that had published some gain of function um, studies that they did. And I think it was the flu, and there was like a literal international outcry because, as as Howie said, gain of function studies are banned. You cannot get government funding. Oh, we, we we
2: lifted the ban in 2017. They're illegal again now here.
3: For I can <laughs> like I don't know.
2: Not for we, we me. We banned we banned it for five maybe years. Maybe not for me. I, I me
3: working at a hospital. I can't get a grant for gain of function studies. Trump, maybe really? maybe maybe the army. Oh yeah, army that's after Trump was do in do it. charge.
2: Yeah. That they lifted These in 2017 after yeah, Obama was, was a, out. There, in was there was
3: a, there was an international outcry when they well, tried yeah to Obama this banned paper it. About Trump lifted it. it because it's too dangerous. <laughs> uh, what I do as a microbiologist, I actually knock out genes that I think make bacteria more powerful. I don't add them in. I've yeah. worked with, I've added I've worked with bacteria that have a fifty percent mortality rate if you can catch it. Imagine if I made it easier to fucking catch. Yeah, this is what we're talking. I, I,
2: I don't like this gain of function testing. thing. Not, not one. Bit. It's
3: absurd. And almost <laughs> it's, a, it's a little it's a little much you if you ask me. It's, to, it's a little much far too dangerous to conduct. <laughs> and and I'm not saying and on top of that, I'm saying I don't trust China. I don't nope, see nope. them doing some nonsense like this and accidentally causing a pandemic. But by no means did they do it on purpose. No, I don't because think because it's did far it on purpose, too dangerous. Either. Especially like, especially considering some of the conflicting reports where I say they're more predisposed to contracting this. So why would they engineer a virus to kill exactly. themselves? Exactly. Exactly. I one
2: hundred. That- per- I one hundred percent agree. But I want to throw some a hypothetical out there that I, you know, I don't think this is true. But it's not out of the realm of possibility. Right before. So in like mid October we had some like military thing there I forget some kind of exercise or whatever we had 200 US soldiers there and then afterwards where? In, in China? Forget, in, in Wuhan China. near Wuhan I am skeptical had, so, and, uh, I'm Wuhan, skeptical about all yeah, these th- things they I, were, I, I I could find the thing I forget the I read name I of the, the link where I they forget like, the name
3: oh, of the exercise they were they, they, they some Chinese Actors were in China. Hold I can find nothing. Co- I mean, like in Canada, I can find nothing to corroborate.
2: No, hold on. But- hold on. Just let me finish this real quick. We had there were a bunch of U.S. folks there in two weeks later. The first case of coronavirus. Could we have done it on purpose there?
3: I don't know. <laughs>
2: well, that was what China I was saying. Americans
3: are there all the fucking time. It's kind of a. I don't want to believe thing.
2: we would be capable of something like that, but it's not. Impossible. You serious? We're not capable. I said I don't want to believe we're capable of something like that.
3: We're capable, but it normally think about all the handling it took to drop bombs in Japan I, and we were at war. Yeah. Think about that.
2: OK, hey, so I, I saw one good point today. where People were talking about the Spanish flu and comparing this and they said, well, at least we're not in the middle of a world war now, like when that broke out. What, that the is, Spanish flu. Yeah, that is yeah, a that plus make
3: things easier. That's a plus. <laughs> and also having 21st century medicine does help a bit, too. But it's not mm-hmm. going to help contain it. It's just going to help people like maybe not die. But we don't have the means to contain a pandemic still.
2: Now, you know, t- I, it's if too anything, it's worse. This.
3: If anything, it's worse. We're even far more con- interconnected than we were in fucking 1918. Oh,
2: yeah. It's it's too late for any kind of containment. The best thing to do is just make sure the sickest get the healthcare they need. Yeah,
3: that's the only thing we can do. It's gonna it's gonna spread. It's gonna run its course, and then it's just gonna be like <coughs> just on any other virus. We're we're a member of this ecosystem, just like everything else. And there's things out there to kill us. We need just to come to terms with that.
2: So let me ask you guys. Pretend this is way more deadly and way more trans transmissible than it is in reality. What? Like, I need you, some hard what, numbers. No, I, I'm like, not what are you saying talking about. Not, I'm just a different disease. A different disease. Say oh, there is okay. something a hypothetical one. A hypothetical, much more deadly, much more transis- transmissible. What should the government do?
3: I I don't know what does, they does should does do.
2: Does your but libertarianism I know they go out the, go out the window? And you want like strict shit happening, or do you not?
1: I think nature has to play its course one way or the other. I don't think, uh, I think there could be recommendations, but you have to make your own um, kind of determination about how to to best protect yourself, which should involve having just quarantining yourself.
2: Yeah. Cause I mean, I thought about it, like seeing some of the things happening in China, like if the authorities came here and was like, we're dragging you off to quarantine and you're like, yeah, we're just going to leave your dogs in your house to starve to death. I feel like fuck that's no. Not,
1: that's yeah. not what I, they did. To the best of my understanding, you were quarantined in your now, own I'm house. I'm just
2: saying, no. Some people were dragged off. There, were, so people, some people, if you violated quarantine or some of the things like multiple times, you're like take it take <laughs> oh, taken well, away. I,
3: so then, yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure some people put a bag over your head at that point. Or even
2: how, how about this? So you have to wear a mask in public, and the government there, they give you like very cheap, you can buy like three masks a day, like allotted to you, but there's people there selling like knockoffs that look like the official masks. So you could just get one of these cheap and go out, do what you want to do. No, people no. are even worse selling reuse masks that are yeah, so there unhygienic.
1: <laughs> there's are, there's- How can
3: you not tell if- there, if, if, if No, no, people w- know what they're doing. From, they just want a mask, mask, so they you, you, they just want to be able to go out and, and do their
1: like business. People waited in such long lines for masks. It's crazy. I told you guys how much I'd spent on masks and shipped to China. Right.
2: And did we bring up? Did did we mention on the show that it doesn't help you not get sick?
3: Well, it it offers some protection, but it's but but it
2: more. It helps you to not pass it on. If you have something, it's better
3: that it's more effective as preventing you from spreading it as opposed to you spreading it. But it's up, I think, about 70 to 80. I think somewhere around there, like as long as it's like as long as it's not aerosolized. If someone like coughs on you and they're close, it's still in the large enough water droplets where the, the mass drop it. But if it can travel in air in large, long distances, like some other diseases, like measles, for example, can travel it's in, in air at long distances to the point where those masks don't do shit. But if it right. requires to, to stay hydrated in a water droplet, like the flu commonly does, then it should offer you some protection. It's better than nothing. Yeah. It's a lot better
1: than nothing.
2: So... We've been going on for a while. There's two things I want to talk about. One. Oh shit. What were they?
1: <laughs> uh, while you remember, I'm going to get another beer.
2: Okay. So, okay. I think I remember. So JB, what I want to talk about is one, what do we think are reasonable precautions that people maybe should do? And two, our predictions, how do we see this playing out? I don't know if we should wait for Rico or do, do you want to go ahead and start? Like what, what would you suggest someone do if they're worried about it? And what, how do you see this all playing out? Well,
3: I honestly wouldn't be worried. It, it, it depends on what you mean by worried. If you mean like...
2: Well, like- I, I, here, I'll, I'll go first. So you'll see what I mean. To me, I feel like even if this turns out to be nothing, it's a good idea to probably have like a month's worth of like water and like canned food or something, some rice and beans around, just in case you had a be in your house for a month.
3: Well, I'll say I'll say right off the bat, I personally feel regardless of what's going on, that's probably if you can afford it, that's probably in your best interest to always have around. So I'll just start off it there. You should probably I, always have like that. If you can, if you have the space, you can afford it. Having a month supply month supply of and just in general is something you probably should do. It's just, I mean, just, I just, just a I just normal started, level of preparedness.
1: I just started doing that. Like when I go to Target or uh, the grocery store, I just yeah. started adding like five, six extra dollars of uh, giant tubs of water. And can I consider that just to
3: be a normal level of preparedness. And I think that that would that's something you should be doing in general.
1: So Rico, the
2: questions were what would you recommend to someone to do if they're worried at all? And I
1: would stock up on just things you can have around the house that are cheap, like that you could eventually use anyways, like uh, medicines uh, like vitamins um Bandages, antibiotics. Oh, you can't really have antibiotics. I heard you could have fish antibiotics. What's
4: that?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So um, you know but, how you need to get a prescription for antibiotics. You can get fish yeah. antibiotics, which are the same exact thing. You, just- you mean
1: for
3: fish tanks?
2: Because
3: I did, use did medicine you get- in my aquarium. Is that what you're no, talking
1: about? No, f- I think antibiotics for fish. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's what I mean. I have like <laughs> so
1: you medicine just put them in and- the- Yeah, okay. They yeah, work yeah, yeah, just nice. they
2: work it's just the fish, same for people when they get sick. Yeah. <laughs> They weren't yeah, just so safe have, for people you could get them without a prescription.
1: Yeah. Have have been those,
2: store, stocking those up for a long time.
1: Have those vitamin C, vitamin D, um, and then just like, you know, pe- uh, non perishable food that yeah. can last a couple of years.
2: Yeah. Regardless if this is anything, it's makes sense to be able to like have what you need for a month.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the
2: Mormons yeah. Ha- all have like half a year or a year's worth of supplies, like all of them.
1: So, you know, what you probably do need is if you have all that stuff and society hits the fan, you probably need a gun. But most people that listen to this probably already have. <laughs> yes, one
2: yes, that's also true. No matter what this turns out to be. And, <laughs> and
3: I'd like to add that I think this is unlikely unless unless everyone is everyone is wildly lying. This is not going to lead to the point where you'll need a gun. And I don't even think it'll lead to the point where we'll have any type of real scarcity any more well, any more than maybe like when they scare us with the next big hurricane dude, yeah, everyone I don't buys know. all if, the bottles if they, water if they tell like us that.
2: if they tell us it's gonna snow here i go to the store and there's no bread there's no eggs there's no yeah toilet but, paper. but but it's then gone. when it snows just because a
1: couple inches of snow yeah coming. that because so if our people, supply
2: chains get shut down yeah, they are just people in time are ridiculous like, because people are ridiculous
1: yeah, the, actually toilet paper did run out over in China and Hong Kong.
2: So I was like kind of pissed that I I feel like Trump wasn't being straight up about this, but I'm like, actually, he just bought me a few more weeks to get prepared and get the things I need to have in the house. And and then you wonder and you wonder
3: why the people in power aren't straight up with you about things if they even if this was like even if this was as bad as like some people think it is, what would be the advantage of telling everyone so they could flip the fuck out and destroy society before before the the disease happens? Because that's what would happen. Do you think lose their fucking minds?
2: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they would (laughs) would lose. I don't I I just I don't want the government lying to us. So I want to know the truth.
3: And then have society collapse on you before the virus even hits, because that's what would happen.
2: And
1: the hospitals would already be full right now. Yeah, it would already be full. People would be like, I I feel a tingling in my my throat. I better go to the hospital Exactly,
3: because we see what happens when they're like, oh, this hurricane is going to be a a category four. And all of a sudden, all the bread is gone. And then you get some heavy rain and then the supermarkets open the next day. Why did everybody buy all the bread? How many times has that happened? Imagine yeah. if they told you this is a 10% mortality pandemic spreading through China. The, the entire country would be on fire.
1: Oh, uh, just as far as that point, well, I f- thought it was kind of funny, that Reddit article that you, um, or that Reddit post you sent today. Uh-huh. So the person posted, this is just like the Spanish flu, which infected, which killed 50 million people, which I think that's pretty close to accurate, but it said it had a mortality rate of 2%. Which would mean if my figure is that 2.5 billion people got infected with the Spanish flu, right? If mortality do you rate is think 2%, 2.5
3: billion people were on the earth in Exactly. But
1: if, if 50 million people died of the Spanish flu and the mortality rate was 2%, wouldn't that mean 2.5 billion people were infected? I don't or, know, know. I don't match, know. I'd have to use a calculator. Okay. It, it's in a, <laughs> whatever, whatever it was, it was an absurd statistic that was in no way <laughs> close to reality. Like, So you would have to times 50 million people times 50 to get the actual number of people that were affected.
2: Well, so in the Bill and Melinda Gates study, they, in their... Um, yeah, you're right. Si- their simulation- in their simulation, their simulation, they had 65 million people they thought would die from something like this. Well,
3: there's more of us now, so
4: yeah. And yeah, you know, yeah. like this is
3: what I was trying to say about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. One, it's not unusual that they might target coronaviruses because SARS exists.
2: Oh, they you also remember- had a, they had a patent on cor- uh, coronavirus that it's and we remember.
3: I don't. We're all old enough to remember how everyone flipped their shit on SARS, and miraculously, we're all still alive. And two, ever since I was an undergrad at Penn State in biology classes, this, we've been taught about the existential threat of a next viral pandemic hitting our species. This is, nothing, this is not an unusual thing for people who do this all the time or study this all the time. It's only a matter of time yeah, before a yeah. pandemic kills a yeah, good yeah, fraction yeah. of us. Only a matter of time. This is par for the course. This has happened throughout our evolutionary history. This mm-hmm. is what it means to be alive on Earth. Same thing with super volcanoes and comets. A pandemic, a viral <laughs> pandemic that that brings a good chunk of us down, is going to happen.
2: For a second there, you're like you're just listing off my biggest fears <laughs> <It's> because <laughs>
3: these are existential threats that we know have asteroids, happened yeah. A yeah.
1: volcanoes, you know, a, a comet know, carrying a super coronavirus. Because these are with things that, that we know will. On it.
3: We know these will happen because they have happened. We have record of them happening on earth multiple times in history. So it's bound to happen again.
2: So Rico, while you're getting your second beer. The besides the, um, what would you recommend? The other, the last question I had was, what's your, how do you see this playing out? What do you think is going to happen?
1: I think it's going to hit the US in about two or three weeks. And I think there's, it's not going to be as bad as it was in China. But I think there's going to be an over overreaction by everyone, and I think mid-April or beginning to mid-April, there's going to be a lot of flights canceled. There's going to be a lot of people that are stopped, you know, shuttered from work or whatever the word w- is. Will we make it till the LNC still? Yes. I'm a little worried about WrestleMania, though. i got to be honest. When is that? So-
3: yeah, no one there washes their hands. I would not go.
1: <laughs> April 4th or something like that. So, um, yeah, WrestleMania in an empty stadium would not be quite as fun. So, a little worried about that. And I'm actually supposed to go to Spain in, like, the third week of April. So, I don't know about that either. So, I think April's going to suck for the U.S. Spain has 25 cases right now. Yeah, but... You never know. With in a minute.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: It's all so about if
3: they if they've closed their borders, right? Maybe they won't even want Rico in because we have more cases oh, than they do.
1: Please. Who's gonna deny me? Um
3: and with a name like Rico, how could they? Yes, Spain.
1: exactly.
2: Dude, exactly. how about those cruise ships now that they no one will let them dock? Oh, there's more? There's another one where somebody's got it on it. And like so far, Jamaica's like, yeah, get the fuck out. And Mexico's like, nope, not stopping here. It's
1: like, no, fuck no. off.
2: Because Jamaica, they, they, if it gets out there, they don't have the health infrastructure to deal with it. <laughs> there's Mexico like, and other places. Fuck off. And like, I, isn't, I,
1: isn't the warm weather supposedly a detriment to this uh, particular well, strain?
2: So it survives on surfaces. The time it survives on surfaces when it's warmer out is less. So, well,
3: that, yeah, what they, those, those are again, because this is so new, SM is based on related viruses like the flu and SARS and other things that they tend to die or become less prominent once it gets warmer. So, it should probably follow the same pattern based on other related viruses. You still have
2: somebody with the coughs in your face, you're going to get it. But you, if you, maybe if you touch a doorknob like an hour after them, you won't.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just think coming up in about two or three weeks, it's going to shit's going to hit the fan here. Not whether or not it's particularly severe, but just people panicking and overreaction. And uh, I think you're going to have to be prepared to sit at home for a couple of weeks doing nothing.
3: Yeah. to be, I'm, I'm far more concerned about people panicking than I am of this virus.
1: Yeah. So yes, true. Sa- save up some money for your uh, your rent or your mortgages get food because you're not touching to my well. face
2: i can't stop it god damn it! stroking <laughs> this beard
3: <laughs> yeah did you is that cdc report real that we should all shave our beards yeah did you see that i'm not i'm doing not that. i refuse i haven't been clean shaven since i was 19.
2: i'm definitely going to get this anyway so what's the point <laughs> but uh so my prediction is i think 60 of the human race will get this and i think 2 percent of those will die.
1: Well that's a pretty big number. Yes. That's really bad.
2: Yeah, that's what I think's gonna happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how many people are there? There's like say two and a half billion people right now. Is that no, no I'm talking about no, world,
2: no, like world, like world. Like I'm talking seven. about worldwide?
1: It's worldwide.
3: It's seven, yeah,
2: at least. Yeah. It's yes. might be more yeah, than it's seven. Now. It's closer to eight. Let's yeah. say it's let's say it's so, so let's say it's seven. So seven let me see how many zeros. Is that. I got the
3: calculator. 7.8. Yeah, you're right, Holly. It's closer to eight. 7.8 right.
1: estimated. All right, I'll
2: do 7.8. Let's see. 7, 8, 0, 0. The- <laughs> Let's
1: buy a funeral parlor.
2: 7 million. If my mom didn't sell it.
1: <laughs> Damn it. Pretty morbid.
2: That's
3: worse than my stock buying proposal.
1: Zero equals... <laughs> we should
3: pull in and get some stocks. Times That point seems like an
1: opportune time. Yes, I, I think buy stocks right. in the beginning of April. So That's I guess
2: I'm it. predicting that 93 million people will die from this.
1: That's pretty bad. I and I also think, I'm I taking the under.
2: I also think that it won't go away. That it'll, every year it will be like, oh, coronavirus season again, just like it's flu season.
1: Oh, are there going to be different strains where you, they give you Probably. a coronavirus shot, Jesus but it's a long strain? If,
2: oh, oh, so we got to so, get, so get into this. We got to get to this. Did, it's
3: still not conclusive that coronaviruses can mutate that rapidly. MERS has been like Th- pretty much. Is, contained. This is to, a
2: lab made one, though, with HIV in it.
3: So you claim. <laughs> <laughs> No, it has a similar entry to HIV. Well, you agreed. you
2: think it probably escaped from the Wuhan. I'm saying that it's possible
3: because I don't trust China and they're up to some fuckery over there. Well, if you had
2: to bet where it came from, would you not bet on that? Uh, What was the question? Like if you had to bet, put some money on it. Did it come from did it come from there or somewhere else?
3: If I had had to bet if it was just naturally occurring or a accidental release, yeah, I would still bet natural.
2: No way. Okay.
3: No, but I also play roulette, so I'm used to like 50-50 odds.
2: All right. Well, so something I totally forgot to bring that When I first saw it, I thought, this is ridiculous. So It was this post on 4chan back in the end of January talking about this, this guy saying, like, this escape from this lab, it's got to do all this shit invest in pharmaceuticals and plastics like sell your other stocks and one thing he said though is like they're not gonna be able to contain it in china the first place they're going to actually see if any of this containment shit works is in italy and then we see like the first major european place where this happens and they're starting to like do something about it. I'm like, holy shit, maybe this 4chan guy is on to something.
3: But that's and not like profound then, knowledge. Like, oh no, but it Obviously, was three, they're not going to contain it. It's it, impossible. It was, it's 2020. It
2: was three weeks prior, and now he's saying the only thing, but he's also saying he's like, if it gets to Brazil, that's when you know you need to go stack up and buy things. We just had, I think, like yesterday, the first case in Brazil. Why he's Brazil? About, he's talking about something about like the bat populations there and the chance of it mutating and becoming something worse. You mean so oh, that's jumping ridiculous. from
3: humans back into bats back into humans? <laughs> I don't know. Is what he suggests.
2: That's so ridiculous. Hey, I don't know. This guy had the Italy thing, right? I saw Brazil. I'm like, I better get some extra water and shit. What
3: do you mean he had the <laughs> Italy thing, right?
2: He was saying that the first place that where they're going to see if they can contain it and do anything about it is going to be in Italy. And the first European country where we saw a big outbreak is Italy, where they're trying to see what they can do to contain it right now. Like this guy said three weeks before it happened. If you say so.
1: There's an Asian just running through the room. Gave me coronavirus. <laughs> so did,
2: did she bring you another corona?
1: No. Nor did she bring me the wings she cooked, which I'm
2: You're
4: speaking
3: <laughs> of human stupidity. The amount of like absurd random racism over this coronavirus is absurd. I was reading in French news like cab drivers won't pick up anyone who looks like Asian and like France and stuff like that. I'm like, well, you know, these people have like been born and raised in France and never fucking yeah. been to China. Most of them aren't even fucking Chinese. And yeah. it's like,
2: Ugh. and how <laughs> about, how about human malevolence that this death cult in Korea is supposedly purposely spreading it. There's over 2000 cases in Korea now, but did you guys know about this? This death cult? I can't, no. I can't remember no. the name, but the leader of it, They've been around for like thirty years or so. He's eighty something. He says he's the second coming of Christ and Lucifer, but he won't be in his <laughs> full he full won't be in, he won't be in his full power until the apocalypse. Of course. And apparently not. his people are trying to bring it about. And they one of their groups, one of their chapters was in Wuhan. And they supposedly have been trying to spread it around Korea.
3: Wasn't there a death cult in Japan that released nerve gas on one of their subway tracks? Yes. Trains? Yes. I am remembering that. When I was a kid. You're not that much older than me, so you're probably a kid too when this happened. It was a long time ago. Yeah. But I do remember that.
2: Yep, yep. Crazy world though. <laughs> but yeah, between the stupidity, the panic, the malevolent people. It's gonna be a mess. But hey, what you gonna do?
3: I'm gonna keep living my life. Like, live oh, zero low. Hedge, <laughs> <Zero laughs> Hedge has Zero Hedge has some ridiculous advice like stay six feet away from people. I'm like, I live in a fucking city. I gotta take the subway to work. I can't yeah. stay like six inches away from people on my regular day. It's absurd. How am so I what, supposed to stay six feet away from people?
2: So one bit of good news for me and you as vapors, the what is it, polyglycol or whatever? What what's that like propylene sh- glycol. Yeah. So these studies in the forties found that it like kills viruses.
3: I did they, see that. It does they, have some, they some like studies it in
1: the forties. Yeah. So 80 years ago.
2: Yep. But, I mean, that's what they used in inhalers up until recently. It actually, it carries chemicals and things like very well and stuff too. And uh, I think they used to like pump it through like the ventilation systems in hospitals.
4: Did
1: they? Yeah. That's what I read. you read a lot of things though it's true it's true i don't know if you can believe all of it a lot from
3: dubious sources too yeah
2: (laughs) all right i think we'll wrap it up there so lions if you're healthy and you don't you're you're probably we had to
1: come to a final conclusion do we all all
2: right all right let's do that
1: so my my thought was it was an accidental release because chinese were Testing, it was kind of a genetically modified as kind of a lab rat for uh, testing of potential vaccines for future coronaviruses that accidentally escaped a BS, whatever you call it, 4 lab, but that actually is not a BSL-4 lab. So that's my theory. What do
2: you mean? It's not actually a BSL-4 lab? It's not as... Um, it's not... Not, a, by, not it's, by
3: U.S. standards. It's, it's not, US not up yeah. to snuff to Rico <laughs> standards.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. That's what I think happened. I think they were doing some kind of research, and shit got out. And it's this is dangerous kind of shit to do, and that's what happens.
1: JB.
3: Um. Okay, so I'm not going to lie and say that China's only BSL 4 lab being in Wuhan is kind of suspicious,
1: (laughs) you know? Yeah, a little bit,
4: (laughs) a
3: little bit. I I would be I would be a liar to say that that's not kind of
4: suspicious.
3: (laughs) But I still think the like like the levels of human like arrogance and stupidity that it would take to try to engineer a pathogen to kill more people.
2: But you know that they but do do data function was Yes,
3: they also do. They, they, there was at least one lab that did it. And I'm pretty sure that the Chinese came down on them maybe for actually releasing the information. I don't know. So, so like maybe I they said,
2: weren't making it to kill more people, but to make it something like what if there's one that's
1: more. Yeah. And so they could contagious. test out vaccines against this. Yeah. Super contagious. Or, uh, so long virus. and
3: short of it, I can't say. I can't say that this wasn't some type of accidental release of some 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 virus that they've been been working on, engineering in some type of or some type of lab strain that might have escaped. Because these things do happen, especially in China. However, I don't have. That much evidence to say that it is, but either way, it doesn't really make much of a difference at this point because it's out and they're fighting it hard because it's killing them, and we yeah. should probably do the same. So it's kind of a mute point at the point at this. I, I definitely don't think what I I'm I'm fairly confident of is that this wasn't. This is not out of like some type of malice or malicious intent that this happened. There was an accident. Or was it was just a naturally occurring outbreak.
2: Yeah, I I agree. You guys, hundred percent. Uh, one last thing. I know I saw today. Apparently, some Israeli scientists said they'll have a vaccine in a couple of weeks. Bullshit. Yeah, it's this is going to be harder to do than they they're thinking.
1: Doesn't uh, a normal vaccine take like two or three years?
2: Yes.
3: Yeah, and, and, and just just to give you a little bit of perspective from the cellular bi- biology level, from the time a uh, an immune cell takes an antigen to make a vaccine to the type antibodies start being produced is actually a couple of weeks
1: for your cells. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then you'd have to test, you'd have to test. Yeah, yeah, there's no way.
3: So antibodies don't actually, antibodies never make you better because it takes, all antibodies can do is help you, prevent you from getting sick again. When you get sick and you recover, unless you, if you've never had it before, antibodies did not help you. They take two to three weeks to develop.
1: So can I I make a, can I make a prediction real quick? Yeah. We're going to know if this was, some kind of if this was naturally occurring or something quite shady by who makes money on the vaccine. Right. So. Yeah, but actually they're spreading
2: or they're saying in China and Russia that the U.S. did this, that it was a U.S. bioweapon. Yeah, I know. That's what my of house. Of course, gets They would us. say
3: that. Yeah, yeah I know, they don't I know. like us.
2: I know. I know. If I, I was I, them, I would say I, it was I, us I, too. I don't I don't believe them. I just want people to yeah, know. What. Yeah.
3: And I would and I, I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't like I wouldn't refute that anyone has a quote unquote vaccine because think about things people rush things. Think about like experimental drugs. If you have some type of terminal pancreatic cancer, sometimes people will just throw something at an issue. Just to, just because it's better than doing nothing. Well, here here's but a what question. I can say for certain. This is not a validated vaccine because that takes a long time. Yeah, here, it, That's if, that's if my if last you're, question. Are willing to take yeah.
2: it? If a vaccine comes yeah. out in less than a year, will you take it? Yeah,
3: me? No, I'll I'll take nope, my chance. Me
2: neither. Me neither. But hope. if
3: you're if that you're going bad. to be terrified <laughs> and like uh, like you want something, it's more than likely I'll say from again I'll say from my experience, it more than likely won't hurt you. But I, th- the I don't, worst case scenario won't do shit. I
2: That's don't think I'm this thinking. is something sinister, but if it were, the worst thing you'd probably do is take their vaccine.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> inject this shit into my body, whether it's a weekend or dead virus, whatever. I,
3: if, it's God, a, no. if it's an attenuated virus, which it probably wouldn't be. I would be skeptical, but if it's just like some viral proteins or something like that, then it I,
1: I don't know what that means. So yeah.
3: it, attenuated they, virus <laughs> like so. There's different ways that you can make a vaccine either. You can use specific proteins that the antibodies then make that the virus also makes and it will protect you or you can just give an attenuated virus, which is actually a live virus, but they knock out the genes that make it like really bad, essentially. Oh, or you could just give an inactive virus so that it can't replicate. But you can still be in contact with the protein that will then make the antibodies.
2: Guys, we've got a question from one of our participants, and I'm going to expand it, though. Their question was degenerate gamblers which contacts coronavirus contracts coronavirus first. I can expand it to Alliance Liberty. Who gets it first?
3: I would. Uh, Mark.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I would say. Yeah, I would say Mark. He's probably going to get it on this trip to Mexico.
3: He's the closest to China.
1: Um I didn't know JB had a cat. I'm I'm confused. Yeah,
2: Mark's gonna be getting on a plane pretty soon. I think Mark's first one to get it.
1: I think Mark's the unhealthiest person out of everyone. Mm, yeah, that too. <laughs> I think he just leads a very unhealthy life. But it's hair don't is think, so shiny. I, I don't think How is eats, that possible? I don't think he eats enough vegetables. <laughs> um uh, I don't think he gets quality sleep. And uh probably has too much random stuff in his lungs so <laughs> I'm say mark mark is the uh it's gonna be hard to, but you know on the on the bright side um how he's learned to host a podcast so yeah do we really need him anymore
4: and, so and wh- and when, you,
2: when you were talking about mark and what the participant also said pent-up sexual frustration too
1: <laughs> <laughs> who is queen corona can we i queen, don't know who queen is.
2: corona who are you let us know Anyways, anything else before we sign off?
3: I was I would suggest switching to ayahuasca tea and not smoking anything for at least a couple of hours. Should
2: we stop vaping? I don't know. I kind of feel like it might make it more a risk
3: if I get sick. I will Um, Hmm. probably not because I'm addicted to nicotine. If I wasn't addicted to nicotine, I probably wouldn't be vaping in the first place. So you could get the patch. ayahuasca tea, I'd say.
1: That sounds like a good recommendation just for a random Friday night.
3: A uh, Dr. Science will write you a script.
1: All right. <laughs> Put it in the mail ASAP, please. <laughs> he, you can only, like,
2: cash it in in Peru, though.
1: <laughs> My God. I go to CVS, I'm like, what the fuck is this?
2: <laughs> He's like, I said CVS in Lima. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. All right, kids. I think we covered about enough as we can on this, so.
1: Good job got- to Holly for hosting.
2: We've got no official sign-off in Conspiracy Corner, Sam. So.
1: We don't. All right.
2: All right. Later.